Welcome to Soul Science, the shift, the tribe, the movement. May you live your truth. Live from Los Angeles, this is Dr. Aaron, Dr. Divinity. We come together each day to know the truth, live on spiritual principle, and align with universal laws. We also come together as a spiritual community in Soul Society. We are committed to being the number one spiritual leaders community in the world, committed to enlightenment, empowerment, and entrepreneurship. We truly believe that when somebody awakens, they have a gift and message to bring to the world. And our mission is to awaken a billion people globally. So let's do this thing. But before we begin, I have a favor to ask. I am wondering if you guys would give this podcast a review, if you've gotten value out of it at all. I am wondering if you would give me the gift of giving a five-star review and telling a friend about it, if you really feel like you've gotten value out of this, okay? So let's do this thing. We are in the series of Live Your Truth. This is number five of a 12 series on Live Your Truth. And we are talking about the truth triangle. So what does it mean to live your truth, I guess is the first question, right? So this means that there are ultimate truths and relative truths, right? The ultimate truth is things like energy cannot be destroyed, From a spiritual truth, an ultimate truth is that you are an eternal, immortal, all-powerful, all-knowing spiritual being. You are the spirit. You are, you know, one as God, not as your individual self, but as your true identity, okay? The true identity of the I am that you are. And so to live your truth is to live your relative truth. Each person has a unique truth. They have a unique perspective. What works for them in the realm of money, in the realm of health, in the realm of creative expression, in the realm of their relationships is unique for them. And so the process of birthing your truth and living your truth is beginning to deprogram mostly from what the culture has told you and your genetic codes. You are, um, you have memory, your DNA, epigenetics has proven this, that you have all the memory of all the lifetimes. So the point is, is that even science says that it's something around 97% of all of your actions are just automated systems from your subconscious mind. They're, you're a habitual being. And so, you know, the goal is to get to choice and, and freedom of choice and free will as much as possible and begin to um, live in alignment with what really truly works for you, getting down to your core values and understanding what you like and what you don't like and living in accordance with your purpose and leaving the legacy in this lifetime. So in the first four of uh, this series, we have walked you through, you know, how to reprogram your subconscious mind. And we use the computer analogy around how you are very much, your subconscious mind is very much like a computer system. The conscious mind, the creative process imprints upon the subconscious mind, which is considered the subjective mind, which is one with universal law. And so it literally goes out and reflects back life is the ultimate mirror of what's going on within your subconscious. It is um, a great mirror for you to look at and reflect upon and contemplate and say, hmm, where do I want to shift? And where do I want to stay the same, right? We've taken you through the truth triangle, understanding that we're birthing your true power, your true passion, and your true purpose. And this is done through everything from trauma work, 
to um, shifting back to your true identity and then getting into your core values and understanding where you need to put boundaries in your life and really living authentic and powerfully as uh, what brings you joy. And then we get into birthing your purpose, and that is all around understanding the suffering that you've gone through in this lifetime and past lifetimes so that you can complete your DNA, um, you know, anything negative, any energetic negativity in your DNA, neutralize it and begin to create what you do want to create for your lineage. So basically, you're, you're here to heal your DNA, neutralize anything negative on the DNA use what works and leave the rest behind, as they say. So we are going to do this. We are still in the side of the truth triangle that's about birthing your power. So again, the the three sides of the truth triangle are birthing your power, birthing your passion, and birthing your purpose. And then in the center of the triangle is living your truth. So you birth your truth on the outside of the triangle, and then you live your truth on the inside of the triangle. Okay. So right now we are in the first the first side of the triangle still about power We're sort of birthing your power. So this, this podcast is called identity shifting. This is a process and working with um, Lots of one-on-one clients, celebrities, CEOs, single moms, and then now uh, training and developing spiritual leaders within society. This is one of the things that the girls get trained in. There's a 300-hour certification program to become a spiritual leader, ambassador, and this is one of the processes that they learn. So identity shifting. Here's the deal. All spiritual work is identity shifting. Spiritual recovery is the restoration of consciousness back to the I am identity. The I am identity is basically the identity that really experiences and understands that it is everything, that is the I am, the one thing, the one spirit that has created the entire universe. And that may be having the experience of being individual, but really the the truth is that you're everything. You are the oneness, okay? It is the merging of the individual self into the divided self. So you're going and you're basically all identity shifting is is shifting from the divided self, feeling lonely, feeling different, feeling divided, feeling confused, all that kind of stuff. Shifting into the divine identity, which is the vine, right? It's like it is one with everything. It understands it's connected. It understands that it is the cause. It understands that it is love, that it can never be divided or lonely or sad, that it is the source. So this is the union of yoga of the mind, experiencing the wholeness and holiness within. So I this is some of my favorite work because you know, when I began to seek spirituality years ago, I didn't know where to go. I didn't know, you know, there's all these books, and they kind of give you some little distinctions here and there. And, and they give you some great distinctions, you know, like intention is so important, and manifesting and all this stuff. But they never broke down basic, like, what is spirituality? You know, spirituality is the reality that everything comes from spirit. And you are spirit, right? And then so how does that create into existence? through our mind. Well, we we have this thing called the subjective mind, which is really the same as saying the soul. And so you have the individual use of all energy, basically condenses through the beliefs within your soul. And so you basically get an identity. It's a man made concept, right? It's a man made concept 
to have an identity. I'm a man. You're a woman. I'm somebody that's not worthy. I'm never enough. I'm a doctor. I'm pathetic. I have no confidence. And so on and so forth, right? So we want to begin to take inventory again on what is what are your identities? You know, what is your identity in the realm of of money? What's your identity in the realm of relationships? What's your identity in the realm of health? These become identities. People forget. And if they don't have a deep core connection to their true self, then they forget. They forget that they're having the experience as this body. They forget that they're having the experience of whatever story and and stuff they've had around money. They forget. I always say the only disease there is is amnesia. Because if you understood and you woke up to who you are, you'd realize whatever you're experiencing is a relative experience, but it's not the truth of who you are. So in this process, it's all about questioning who you are and releasing the cultural programming and the identity that's been basically brought down through your lineage, okay? So I invite you to get a pen and paper out and begin to, you know, you can either pause this podcast when I ask a question and do some journaling and then listen again and pause again, or you can write down some of these questions and you can take it into your journaling for the week. Um, You can take it into your meditations and begin to do contemplative meditations, whatever you want. But I want you to really begin to really take inventory, really take a look at your life as if you are the observer, as if you're, you know, kind of looking at your life like you're watching a movie. And I want you to really ask, and I think one of the greatest meditations, contemplative meditations you could ever ask is one question. Who am I? Who am I? Who are you? And just beginning to let yourself intuitively, you know, answer that. I remember years ago when I began to ask and ponder that question, every answer I had wasn't the truth and I knew it. And so we want to begin to look at the story and the beliefs you have about yourself. Are you somebody that is confused? Are you somebody that's sexy? Are you somebody that, you know, is a hustler that gets stuff done all day long? Are you broke all the time? Are you a millionaire? Are you better than? Are you less than? You know, what are the things that you tell yourself? And what do you truly believe about yourself? And beginning to contemplate those and question those and and begin to think about where did that come from? Why do I think that? And beginning to break down, you know, the truth of who you are, right? You are not your beliefs, even you're not your body, you're not the circumstances, you are the creator of them. And so again, you know, in the area of money and career, who are you? Are you somebody that, you know, is very successful? Are you somebody that's able to get stuff done? Or are you somebody that goes around in circles and starts and stop things and, and is overwhelmed and just can't see things through? Or maybe you're somebody that's like, you know, I'm just destined to have an eight to five job. And I just it's just who I am. You know, people have identity. I'm just I'm an entrepreneur. I can't help it. You know, it's just I was born this way. Oh, you know, I'm just, um, I'm a CEO. I'm whatever. What is your identity? When it comes to money and career? Who are you? 
And it's okay to identify as those things, but just know it's not the truth of who you are. So what story or beliefs do you have about yourself in these areas of your life? And just beginning to ponder, you know, this is really identity shifting. And if there's an area of your life that you feel powerful and you feel expressed, then great, keep it. But if you don't, and you feel disempowered, there has to be a lie, okay? There has to be a lie. A lot of times I found also that there's people that they think they got it all figured out and they think they're like, you know, really hyped on who they've become in the realm of say money and career. And then all of a sudden, they start to have what's called a midlife crisis, right? So usually this is because they have built their whole identity around the material objects that they own, the big house on the hill, um, you know, making six, seven figures. Um, it gives them confidence. They got validation for all the stuff. And then what sometimes happens um, in midlife crisis is their values change. They shift and they don't care as much about all these things. And they don't care about the validation as much. And they're not getting the same high that they got off of, you know, making six or seven figures before. And they don't care about getting the girl or guy as much. And they begin to question their identity. And it's some of the hardest work you'll ever do in your life. I think it's total spiritual warfare. um, In that it's it's amazing how much we cling, the ego clings to this identity. And when that identity is, is, uh, you know, either questioned or challenged, maybe there's an economical change, and, and you don't have what you used to have, or your values majorly shift. Um, it can be really, really shocking to people. They don't know who they are, they don't really know why they're doing what they're doing. And um, it can be very gnarly. So Identity shifting is, is, is actually really intense work, whether you do it in sessions or whether you life just has you do it, right? Because you're going to do this work regardless of whether you go seek it out or the universe will make you do it either way. So the next area to really begin to contemplate and meditate on or journal on is the area of relationships and love. And for me, I remember this was one of the biggest identity shifting for me being someone who is very codependent. And I really got my self worth from whatever relationship I was in. And I got validation from the culture of, uh, you know, being a pretty girl and being wanted and, and being chased and things like that. And when I began to do my inner spiritual work, it really shook me to a core in that, if I wasn't that, if I wasn't, you know, someone's wanting desire, who was I, you know, and as I began to, you know, shift my values, and know that I am love, I don't need to get it out there, I don't need to seek it or get validated by it. It really, it really was, it was really tough for me, if I'm not here just to seek, you know, romantic love, uh, and the high of that initial, you know, relationship, then who am I? And what, what motivates me? And I actually went through a little bit of like a, I don't know if I know if I'd call it a depression at that point in time, but it was, a, it was definitely a depression at some level. And because I didn't know what was, nothing was, there was, that was what was driving me. I didn't realize that was the, my primary driver in this life. 
And so it took me some time to really make that identity shift and be okay, uh, you know, with or without a relationship and with that identity or not identity and having people seek me and chase me or not. And so, you know, again, going back into this, I invite you to go into meditation, go into contemplation, or just contemplate throughout the day. You know, when it comes to relationships and love, who are you? Ask yourself, who am I? What story do you tell yourself or beliefs do you have about yourself in this area of your life? You know, and why? And, you know, I think also beginning to meditate on what I call your deathbed, meaning that, you know, when you're older, you know, people may not be chasing after you, right? Like, what does it look like? What, what do you have in your life if, if it's not about someone chasing you or you chasing somebody in relationship? What is going to be that unshakable aspect of yourself? And that's why our spiritual practice is imperative because things can come and go. You know, the whole manifesting movement is is a trap and things come and go. And yes, it's all I'm all for having luxury and having beautiful things. But if I attach to it, and I cling to it, and it is the source of my happiness, then that's not going to end well, <laughs> promise you. So beginning to just contemplate in the realm of relationships and love, who are you? And then when it comes to the next area of your life, health and wellness, who are you? I've worked with clients that have had chronic illness their entire life. And it's fascinating. It's actually an identity that they have. You know, who would you be if you weren't sick? Who would you be if you didn't have poor energy? Who would you be if you were just healthy? And it, and literally people can't even get their heads around it, right? Like it's such an identity for some people that they can't imagine life without complaining about how they're feeling or the pain that they have or the sadness or the sickness or the low energy or whatever it may be. It's an identity. And I've witnessed miracles in the trauma work around this. I've witnessed people growing back their hair. I've witnessed pains in the body going away. I've witnessed people who were, you know, having to go to the chiropractor every single week for the, their whole life, never having a pain in their back again. It's possible. It's all emotion. It's all identity in the body. So what story do you tell yourself or beliefs do you have about yourself in the area of health and wellness? Is it just something that you've accepted because that's the way your parents were? Is it just something the way it is because all your friends have problems with their energy and their health? And what are the benefits to this identity? You know, what are the payoffs? I remember I was working with somebody and and uh, and I identified with them because they had low blood sugar and I was like oh same thing I I had it before before I did my subconscious work and I you know as a practitioner we don't ever give somebody their own epiphanies right we don't tell them what they should see for themselves we don't evaluate and tell them their their breakthroughs. But what happened with this person is they realized that they had low blood sugar and it was actually it kind of worked for them. They got attention when their blood sugars went low and they actually like dramatized it. And they actually did feel like they had low blood sugar. But in just seeing the kind of payoff for it from a subconscious perspective, it diminished it greatly. It's possible, you guys. It's possible. So the real question is, who do you desire to be? 
and what qualities and habits would they embody? Some of the greatest shifts I've had with people, especially in the realm of relationship, is no longer looking to their partner to fulfill the identity that they already have, like someone who has to always suffer in relationship or someone has to always think that life is hard. That's an identity, right? But when they shift it into what do they want to create and, and who would that person have to be? What would they have to embody to create having a joyful life, having an easy and blissful relationship, having, you know, tons of money and making an impact in the world? Who and what qualities and habits would they embody? And when you begin to ask yourself from the perspective of what's possible and what do you want instead of what you don't want, things open up. So the next question is, what are you willing to sacrifice in order to have the life that you desire? What are you willing to sacrifice in order to have the life you desire? And this is something, you know, I think that there's so many great questions. And, and that was what Socrates method and Greek Oracle processes and a lot of this work that I practiced for years and years. And I remember one day, literally sitting down and going for a long walk all after and that whole day I was contemplating, what is it? After all this years and years and years of doing spiritual work and subconscious work and meditating and all this stuff, what is it that I'm actually doing here? What If you're to break it down into a framework and break it down in a step-by-step process, what it is it that we're actually doing? You know, and what we're doing is we're shifting the identity back to the true identity. That's our primary work of what we're doing in getting to the ultimate truth. And then what we're doing is we're never placing the value out in the world. Identity cannot be contingent upon what's going on in our world, how much money we have in the bank, what our relationship status is, whether the economy is good or bad or da-da-da-da-da, right? We cannot place our, our holiness, our happiness, our fulfillment out in the world. That's the, that's the primary work that we're doing. And then what we're doing is we are birthing our relative truth and we're deciding what do we like? What is your passion? What works for you in the realm of the areas of different areas of your life? And putting boundaries on things that don't work for you and people and places and circumstances that cause chaos in your life so that you can live joyfully and powerfully and intentionally in what matters to you. And then we're really leaving our legacy. You know, we've got this DNA code and we're doing our work to clear it up, you know, neutralize it and move past our habitual ways And then we're leaving our legacy, our purpose and our calling. And so the truth is that you're an all-powerful spiritual being with the ability to create and be whomever you choose to be. You are capable of anything you put your mind to. This is the truth of who you are. So in this, I know that as you shift your identity back to the I am, all things are possible. Your birthright is emancipation from suffering. Your birthright is to have a life of abundance and prosperity. Your birthright is love because it's who you are. Your birthright is divinity. And I simply know this. I will never, ever not know this. And this is why I get to be righteous. Because anybody who truly knows the truth for you deserves to say it boldly, powerfully, and without any any excuses unapologetically with total confidence and certainty. And that's what I know for you. You are an all-powerful spiritual being. Your true identity is I am. The I am 
that is everything. It's created everything. Have a beautiful day, you guys, and may you live your truth. Thanks again for tuning in to Dr. Aaron and Soul Society podcast. I'd like to invite you to write a review on iTunes. Also, I have a free gift for you, a money meditation and worksheet, which you can find at soulciety.com. That's www.soulciety.com. Or 30 Guided Meditations at draaron.tv. That's www.drerin.tv. We also hold monthly Soul Society events that are all about transformation and building extraordinary community. You can also watch me live daily on goodmorninglalaland.com or Instagram at draaron.tv. Grab your free Manifestation Masterclass with the purchase of my international best-selling book, Awakening, a 40-day guide to unleashing your spiritual powers, life purpose, and manifesting your dreams at aaronfallhaskell.com forward slash awakening book.